Merry Christmas underneath the hat. Hello, and thank you for joining me for Underneath the Hat podcast, airing every Saturday on the Underneath the Hat YouTube page. I am speaker, author, and podcaster, Cherie Simmons, and I'm so happy and grateful you are joining me for this episode of our series, Blessings and Lessons. So I'm excited. As you can see, I'm in my Christmas uh, festivities. Don't mind my reindeer ears. They're a little discombobulated. Um, But I'm excited because when this airs, it will be Christmas Day of 2021. And I'm excited because it's another day that we get to see another year where we get to celebrate the birth of Christ and be with family and friends. And for those that may not be close with your family or have a lot of family at all, this may be time where you get suspended by yourself and just reflect on all the things that have happened to you thus far. So I decided that I wanted this episode to be about my Christmas wish. So, 2021 has been very interesting um, for all of us. It's our second full year dealing with COVID. And now we have another variant that is, I have noticed just within my circle, have touched on more people that I know of personally with this new variant than the original one did. And it really makes you reflect and look back at your life and the way you live and the people that you surround yourself with. And going into the year of 2022 and just a few days, I'm excited for what's to come because it can't get much worse than we've already experienced. And even if it has, with this series theme of being blessings and lessons, blessings and lessons, I have realized that even if God throws us another curveball somewhere in our life, whether it's financially, emotionally, physically, personally, professionally, we should have learned the lesson and picked out the blessing from it. What is it that you were meant to learn? What is it that you were meant to do differently so that when it pops up on you again, you won't be surprised and you'll be able to handle it better. I have had several of these lessons and ended up finding out that they were blessings in disguise happened to me within the last couple of months. Um, One in particular has been (laughs) the removal of people from my life. When I went through my first divorce, that was, it was a hard thing for me to do because I had never felt so betrayed before. Even though there were people around me that were doing some of the same manipulating manipulative tactics that he was doing I didn't see it because I was so focused on him and he was my knight in shining armor so he couldn't do any wrong to me 
But when he did, it just hurt differently than the other people did. But the lesson was realizing that God was there with me the whole time. He was there the whole time. And the blessing was I realized who I was. I realized the gifts and the anointing that I had on my life and that God was using me for something that was bigger than I ever expected. And God had to take me through <laughs> the valley in order for me to realize just how important I was and what my purpose was on this earth. And so the things that I went through with my first marriage, I was able to spot them faster with my second. And so I didn't have to go through so much pain and hurt and it didn't sting as much the second time around because I was able to identify some of those same traits in the second one. Some of those same things that had happened with the first one, I was able to see in the second and move faster than I did in my first one because I wasn't so surprised. It's like putting your hand in fire. People tell you not to do it, but then the more somebody tells you not to do it, the more you want to do it. And when you end up doing it, you realize how hot it is. So when you see fire again, you either come up with a different strategy of doing it because it's something you really want to do is to touch it. And a lot of people like to be burned and do adventurous stuff and crazy stuff, even though we know we shouldn't be doing it. And so we try to find slick ways to get around doing stuff that we know we shouldn't be doing, but it still burns in the end. And so I'm the type of person where I am all about self-reflection. I think it's from being an educator for 16 years. We have to self-reflect every day we leave the classroom, even within the classroom. How, is this lesson working? Is it reaching the students the way it's supposed to for me to get the result that I need? And when it's not, you have to pivot. My favorite word. Let me see if I can get this right. My favorite word. I put it on one of my... um. Oh my God, I heard this backwards thing. <laughs> I put it on one of my vision boards. I think this is the most recent vision board. No, it's the second to recent. And we had to choose a word. And my word was pivot. P-I-V-O-T. Because I have been pivoting for a very long time in my life. I've never lost track and focus of my goal. But I had to move in different directions in order to get there. And so... Pivot has always been my word, is going to always be my word because it best describes my life. I have gone in directions <laughs> that I never thought I would have gone in order to get to my purpose. And it's because of the blessings and the lessons that I've learned. And so this Christmas season, I really only have one wish and it's not really for me. It's more so for the people in my circle, whether it's my familiar circle or
All right. So my Christmas wish would be for healing. That's my Christmas wish. My Christmas wish is for healing. When you all see this podcast or hear this podcast, it will officially be Christmas. And my family was scheduled to get together at my house for a Christmas brunch. And due to unforeseen circumstances, I decided to cancel it. And there are a lot of people that are upset with me because this would have been the first Christmas where all of my siblings and I would and my parents would have been together in one room in over, ooh, Jesus. I want to say 20 years. How old am I? 39? In over 20, almost 25 years. If not 25 years, this would have been the first time all of us were in one room together in over 25 years. And I had to cancel. I had to. Did I want to? No. Did I believe that I would eventually have to? No. Was I fearful of what would have happened on the day of? Absolutely. And that's where the healing comes in. I... (laughs) Just families in general, I think we all suffer from um, sweeping stuff under the rug and not dealing with it. And then when you do that, you end up making lumps and humps in the rug until eventually everywhere you walk, you're tripping over something that you didn't resolve. And that's what my family is very well known for. Like a lot of families, we bury a lot of stuff and don't want to talk about it. And then somebody says the wrong thing and ignites this fuse that makes this big TNT bomb. And then it's a lot of disaster that comes with it. So that was my fear going into this, even hosting this event because of the people involved and the mouths that they come with and the words that they have that can spew some of the craziest things. See, even my reindeer ear knows, yeah. It's a little skewed. Um, I was expecting foolery and tomfoolery and having to put people out of my house on Christmas. But I bit the bullet and decided to go to do what the family wanted, even though I had reservations about it from the very beginning. And then God stepped in. And allow for something to happen that was unexpected to all of us. But as the host of this house and to protect my peace and my sanity and to protect the to protect the innocence of those that were in, could have been involved, would have been involved, I had to say no. I had to say no. Um, I'm a firm believer, as I said before, in self-reflection and correction. And I know what traumas I have gone through as a kid and some of the traumas that my siblings have gone through as kids. And I would not dare put that on my nephews. 
And even though people may see me as being petty, which I have been called, and that's okay, uh, as being mean, as want, not wanting to happen in the first place, that's okay. I'll take it. But what I won't do is put children in the flow of foolishness unnecessarily. I like to do for others what I wish somebody had done for me. So that is the main reason. And I said I wasn't going to get emotional. But that is the main reason why I canceled this brunch for Christmas. Because I did not want to be on the other side of children being traumatized when I could have stopped it. I wanted to be for them what I wish somebody had been for me growing up. And I thank God for one, for a therapist <laughs> who was able to get me to the point. To where I can recognize that. And I can't wait to share with her on Monday. Monday, my appointment. Monthly appointment with her. Share with her the growth that I made. And my relationship with Jesus is another reason why I was able to make that decision. People are upset. I'm okay with that. I would rather you be upset with me and nothing had happened. Than for you to hate me because something happened that I could have avoided. And I know the relationship that I have with God. I know how he speaks to me. And when he told me, when I found out the information that I found out, he was telling me then it's a no. But I decided to sleep on it knowing what he had told me as soon as I heard it. And for things to have moved the way that they did the following morning, further confirmed that I was to cancel. And so I don't feel bad about it. Do I wish we could have done it? Yes. Was I looking forward to it? I actually was. I actually was looking forward to it. But I don't want my nephews to ever look at me and think of a traumatic experience. And I believe that that would have happened had I allowed for the brunch to take place. And so my wish is for healing. Healing for my family, for all the traumatic events that they have endured that people know about and those that, some things that we don't know about. Because I've been through some things that they don't know about and I'm sure they've been through some things that I don't know about. But my wish, Christmas wish, is that they will get the healing that they need that they will find some way to let out the anger and the disappointments, whether it's talking to somebody, praying to God, writing it down, speaking it into a recorder, whatever they need to do to release so that they can find peace and heal from all of this brokenness. I pray that for my students and their families, my staff and their families, my friends and their families, my family and their families. I just pray for healing.
This year I didn't put up a tree. I didn't buy any gifts. I didn't. I really, it's just a regular day for me. And I plan on going out of town and doing what I normally do and having fun and making new memories and going somewhere I've never been before. But that's my wish. I don't want anything for Christmas but that. For healing to take place. For people to stop deflecting onto others the pain that they feel about something else that that person may cause a trigger. And so instead of dealing with the people or the thing that you're most worried about or have to concern with, you deflect onto other people, project onto other people. I pray that people can just finally really sit down and look at why do I feel this way when I see this person? Why do I act this way when I hear this? Why does this trigger me? So that they can get healing. Because seven years in of having therapy and digging deep into some things that I did not want to dig into, I realized a lot of the triggers that I have and why I have them. And those things and people can't trigger me anymore. Now it's a choice if I still get triggered because now I know what causes it. And I refuse to let people trigger me. Even when I had to announce that we weren't having the brunch, the things that were said about me, thought about me, talked about to other people about me, I'm not stupid. What's the saying? If you bring a bone, you'll take a bone. So if you talk about other people to me, I'm not stupid enough to think that you're not talking about me to other people. But the thing is, I'm going to give you something to talk about. So it doesn't bother me. But I, I, I know who I'm dealing with. So I, I know things have been said, text, talked about, typed, written, sign language. I know who I'm dealing with. And it's okay. Get it out however you need to. But I just pray for him because it definitely needs to happen. There are a lot of broken people, no matter how whole they think they are. There are a lot of broken people all over this world, not just in my family, everywhere. And I also wish that those that are on our healing journeys, that we will have empathy for people and take our feelings out the way and try to understand how they're feeling the way that they are. And I'm able to practice that on a daily basis with my career. Being an assistant principal, you see kids come in with spirits and and, and energy and anger in them just from walking from their house to school. You see parents come in with this anger and energy on them. And they use drugs and alcohol to to quench the pain and it doesn't work staff members going through things i've seen it and I, I now because of the things that i've been through have a better understanding and i have compassion for these people because i understand 
I have been a dead person walking. I have been to the point to where I wanted to drive my car into traffic and didn't care who I killed as long as I was one of them. I've been there. I understand what it means when people say people will go postal. I have been there. So when you've been through some things, you tend to understand a little bit more how people tick. And that sometimes all people need is a smile. A hi, how are you doing? For somebody to just listen to them. Because that could be the one thing that they need to not push them over the edge. I have been there. I have been there. And so healing and empathy. Those are my wishes for this 2021 Christmas season. I want to thank you all for being here with me, listening to me, um, watching, whether it's on the podcast, on Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Thank you for listening, whether it's on my YouTube channel or through my Facebook page underneath the hat. I thank you for listening. Um, those that have purchased my two books underneath the hat, and it's that size for a reason. Thank you for reading. Thank you for purchasing. If you haven't, you can find them on Amazon, wherever books are sold. Just type my name, Cherie Simmons, and these two books will pop up for you. I just want to thank you all. I ask that you like and subscribe to my YouTube page. And again, check me out on all podcast platforms. And also, please share. You can also sew it to the session at Cash App, dollar sign, YLAAT 2017. That's my mentoring program, Young Ladies at All Times. Or you can zell at youngladiesatalltimes at gmail.com. Again, I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your holiday, whether it's with yourself, with your friends, with your family, with your dog. Do something that makes you happy. That's why I always end my podcast with the same sign off. Take care of yourself underneath the hat. We all wear many hats and we have to take care of ourselves. It's okay to say no. It may hurt. It may sting. It will have repercussions because people aren't used to you setting boundaries for yourself. But it's okay to say no. Sometimes no is the word you need to be able to take care of you. So again, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Take care of yourself. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. Wear your mask and wash your hands, people. And remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat. I'm Cherie Simmons, and I will see you next week.